Andrew's Daily Five. Five. Come and listen to my story about a man named Jed. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food. And up through the ground come a bubbling crude. Oil, that is. Black gold. Texas tea. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. Kin folks said, Jed, move away from there. Said California is the place you ought to be. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly. Hills, that is, swimming pools, movie stars. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to Jed and all his kin. And they would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back again to this locality to have a heap in heaven of their hospitality. Hillbilly, that is, set a spell, take your shoes off. I'm Andrew. Join Ollie, Amy, and me as we count down our favorite TV theme songs. Don't change the channel. Channel. All right. Welcome, everyone, back to episode two of the TV theme countdown with Ollie and Amy. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Glad to be here. Very well. Yes. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I can't wait to uh, talk about some of these themes. Um, after episode one, we did a little tally, and we had each seen three of the five TV shows. So we'll kind of see how that goes as we go along. Amy, I think you have something to report on Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, right? Yep. I watched it. Can you believe it? <laughs> we watched about seven episodes. We had to take a little bit of a hiatus because of Survivor and the Braves. Uh, okay. But I yeah. like it, Andrew. It's funny, right? It's funny. It's very funny. I feel like it should have been a movie. Yeah, it would be a good movie. Rather than a series. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really, really funny. Ollie, you need to watch it. I'll get on that. I'll get on that at some point. Probably. Probably. I feel like I am Kimmy. Like, when I'm watching her, I'm like, yeah, that, that's me right there. Well, the funny thing, it's at one point, Amy sent a Marco Polo, and she's like, it's a great show, but whenever the theme song comes up, we skip it. <laughs> and, like, Brock came up with that on his own. It's awful, Andrew. It is awful. It's the, it needs to be on the worst theme song. That's funny. All right. I'm sorry. Wow, those are some strong adjectives. Well, we've got some I controversy. Know. I love the theme song. You hate the theme song. Ollie can, refuses to commit to the theme song. Um, <laughs> I, I felt bad, though, because like you went in and like watched the show that I'd recommend it, and I still have not seen an episode of all that, and that is on the list because I, I do want to check it out, but I, I failed to uh, to do the follow-up like you did. Well, I will try to remind you. Maybe I can find a little tiny clip and we can send it to you. Yeah, I feel like I could do like a 10 or 15 minute thing. but You could. Um, all right. Well, the intro song that you guys heard was the Beverly Hillbillies, one of my... Uh, one of my favorite little themes growing up. It didn't obviously make the list, but it's a great theme. Uh, have you guys ever seen that show? Um, yeah, I have uh, a couple of times. It's been a it's been a long time though. Yeah. What about you, Ollie? And same here, Amy. I, it's been so long that I can't say if I've watched a full episode through. If, but uh, yeah, I always wanted to sit on top of my dad's truck and just like drive me down. <laughs> you know, sitting on top of it like they did. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that at least I do. Yeah. Oh, great. 
Okay, we're going to kick it off today with number 45, which is my pick, and that is Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, This was broadcast from 1987 to 1994, spanning 178 episodes over seven seasons. It was set in the latter third of the 24th century. It follows the adventures of the USS Enterprise, the NCC-1701D. This is not Kirk and Spock. This is Picard and Riker, uh, and they are exploring the Alpha Quadrant and the Milky Way Galaxy. Uh, It features the stunning Patrick Stewart, the sexy Marina Sirtis, the quirky Brent Spiner, and the incomparable Will Wheaton, and it is my favorite of the nine series in this franchise. I was shocked to learn that there were nine Star Trek series, so that was, uh, uh, I didn't realize there were that many. Uh, The theme was composed by Jerry Goldsmith with a nod to the original theme from the 70s by Alexander Courage. So let's take a listen to the theme and then we can chat about it. Here is Star Trek The Next Generation. Amy's like, I hear one note. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and guess that you've never seen a single episode of any of the nine series of Star Trek, Amy. Not one. Not one of nine. None. Sorry. Ollie, I could peg you for someone that's seen Star Trek. Are you a Star Trek guy or not at all? A time or two, but I cannot claim to be a Star Trek uh, guy or Trekkie. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I was like obsessed with Star Trek growing up, so I watched the show live while it was airing every whatever night it was. I think it was Wednesday or Friday night. We'd sit down and we watched the show. And when I was first dating with uh, when De- Beck and I first started dating, we like watched every episode together. She was a big Star Trek fan as well. That's how um, you know it's love. So it was destined to be. But um, yeah, I, I just love this show. Um, I've seen every episode multiple multiple times. Um, we're going to put Amy down as a zero, and we'll put you down as, as yes or no, Ollie. Uh, no, actually, because... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. So would this show hold true today? Like, would my boys like it right now, you think? Yes. In fact, I watched a couple episodes with some of my kids, and they love it. It's a really, really well-done show. Okay. Um, Patrick Stewart is great. The, other, the acting's great. Um, yeah, it's a great it's a great show. So if you're into so, sort of the sci-fi space exploration sort of thing, I... I I think that you, I think this is the best show ever. Okay, so. best show ever. Yeah. 
best show ever. Oh my gosh! Yes. Okay, I'm gonna put it on the list. Big fan. So it it had to be on my it had to be on my countdown because I just love the show so much. Uh, the theme, to Amy's point, is maybe slightly. Uh, slightly boring, but if you know the show, then it's just right. it's nostalgic and it's it's great. But if you're not a fan of the show, it's like this is the most boring theme ever. So <laughs> you can skip that theme too, Amy, if you ever watch it. I feel terrible, <laughs> but I am going to watch it. I, I think my boys might like it. Yeah, check. check honestly, start at about uh, start at about season three. I feel like the first couple seasons are a little slow, but it's it's got some great great plots and um, just yeah, I think it's it's a good one for like boys, you know younger boys so and it's very very clean you know so okay all right well we're moving on to 44 that's uh that's up to you ollie what have you got number 44 as oh so you guys are gonna love this and of course everybody knows this one this is scooby-doo um i had to of course <laughs> look up the, all of the detailed stats on this one nice. but it was orig- originally broadcast on cbs from 1969 to 76 and then was moved to abc and there it aired until 1991, during which time there was many spin-offs, including uh, most notably in my mind, the introduction of Scooby's tiny nephew, Scrappy Duppy Doo. You might remember that <laughs> yeah. one. And then <laughs> Scooby, of course, was the main character uh, for Scooby Doo, the original, but the four other members of their organization, known as Mystery Inc., includes Fred, uh, Shuggy, yep. Daphne, and Velma. The series theme song was written by David Mook and Ben Raleigh and performed by Larry Marks. Okay, cool. Let's take a listen to the theme, and then uh, then we'll chat about Scooby. Scooby, Scooby-Doo. Here we go. <laughs> Now, Ollie, I feel like you would do a fantastic Scooby-Doo impersonation. Would that be would that be accurate? <laughs> Let me think for a minute. Oh Lord! <laughs> oh no, puts me on the spot. <laughs> I don't know. That's that good. good? That's, that's very very good. <laughs> Thank you. I just feel like you I'll were always like mocking professors during optometry school, doing great yeah. impersonations <laughs> of other classmates. So I don't know, but um, yeah, that's a that's a great show. One that I'm sure we've all seen, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. I did watch this. I was slightly spooked out though. This this show scared me a little bit. Did it scare you guys growing up? I think when you're younger, yeah, probably not as an older kid, but as right. a younger kid, I mean, it is a little spooky at times. Yeah, it, it can be. It can be, but. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it more for some of the comedic aspects, but yeah, some some yeah, sometimes it did scare me. I loved it. Um, uh, we have model train sets, electric trains. Do y'all have those Lionel trains? We don't have any that are electric, but we've got electric, like the right. we've got the ones that we got a lot of Thomas tank engine trains, but we did have a couple Lionel. Well, listen, guys, they have a Scooby Doo train for Halloween. Oh, cool! And oh. I really want to get it. 
So we'll have to check that out. I mean, it's really, it's like orange and it's got the mystery. What's it called? Mystery. What's that bus called? Mystery Inc. With the peace signs and teal. Anyway. Yeah. It's yeah. so cute. Yeah. I want to get it. Well, now that you say that, we do have the Polar Express that is like you put a battery in it and it, it motors around the Christmas tree. So I think that's Lionel too, right? Maybe. Um, I, I don't know. They're, the Lionel ones are pretty expensive. They're like, they're a lot of money. Okay. And it plugs into the wall. It might be, they do have a Polar Express one though. Yeah, but this one was battery battery powered. Um, that one was, yeah, those, I mean, my kids were into trains so heavy. At some point, but um. But anyway, they have a Scooby Doo train, so y'all need to check it out on the website. That is awesome. Okay, okay. It is. All right, Scooby Scooby, on to number forty-three. Amy, you're up. Okay, this one is the monkeys. Nice. I loved <laughs> this theme song. Okay, it was an American sitcom that aired on NBC for two seasons. That's not very many, but 1966 to 1968, the series follows an adventures of four young men trying to make a name for themselves as a rock and roll band. The show introduced a number of innovative new wave film techniques to series television, and it won two Emmy Awards. That's nice. And outstanding comedy series. The program has received a long afterlife through Saturday morning repeats, which is where I saw it. Same. The theme song was written by Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart and sung by Mickey DeLenz, the drummer and one of the two primary vocalists for the band. Anyway, I loved this song um, or this theme song. My dad used to play it on the guitar. Actually, that's how I first learned of it. Um, did y'all watch this show? I mean, I've seen a few episodes. I probably know the mute, the song a lot more than the show, but um, I, I know I saw a couple reruns. Yeah. Didn't they sing Daydream Believer? Yep. Daydream Believer. Yeah. And I'm the same as you, Andrew. I, I, I know the song more than the episodes, but yes, I've seen a few episodes too. Yeah. I mean, that song makes me happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's take a listen. Here it is. The theme song to the monkeys. Here we come, walking down the street. Get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We're just trying to be friendly. I'll come and watch you sing and play. We're the young generation, and we got something to say. Love it. It's just, that, it's a great thing. That's theme. good. Yeah. I would listen yes. to that driving yes. down the road on a Saturday morning headed to T-Ball with the windows rolled down. I mean, that makes you feel good. <laughs> such a feel good. Really such a feel good song. There we yeah. go. I am glad it made the list. What what number is that? 43? That was 43. Yep. Okay. Well-deserved yeah. spot. Excellent pick. Excellent pick. Thank you. Well, the next one, number 42, is a show that I have never seen, so I will be interested to hear if you guys have seen this show. And that's back to me, and that's The Greatest American Hero. Have you guys ever seen this show? I have not, but you said you have not. I've never seen it, but you guys, the the theme song is just awesome. You guys will know the theme song. I know it. Okay. Okay. But I have not Uh, either, yeah. When I play it in a second. 
Yeah. So uh, this show was broadcast from 81 to 83. So early 80s, uh, it had 45 episodes during three seasons, and the series chronicles teacher Ralph Hinckley's adventures after a group of aliens gives him a red and black suit that grants him superhuman abilities. Unfortunately for Ralph, who hates wearing the suit, he immediately loses its instruction booklet and thus has to learn how to use its powers by trial and error, often with comical results. Now, the theme song, again, this is the, the star for me. So I don't know much about the show. That's the first I'd heard about the plot or anything like that. But the theme song was sung by Joey Scarberry and was very popular at the time. It actually peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Um, and it spent a total of 18 weeks in the top 40. Um, you guys may recognize the tune. If you, if you actually haven't heard the theme, you may recognize the tune from a Seinfeld episode. So let me play the tune first and see if you guys recognize the tune, and then we can talk about the Seinfeld connection. Okay. So here's the theme for The Greatest American Hero. Okay, that chorus hits. Do you recognize it? Yeah, I do recognize yes. it. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> now, I don't exactly recall uh, what what it was in Seinfeld. Okay. I'm sure I've seen the episode, but I, I don't exactly recall. Do you? So, yeah, so it's George Costanza's answering machine. He changes his answering machine. <laughs> to be like, Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's right. Is that how I know uh, this theme song? Well, yeah, I mean, the theme song was obviously very popular in the 80s. And one of the reasons I know it is because growing up, I had like these CDs of like the greatest hits of the television series. And so I just love the song. But then when it was on that Seinfeld episode, that kind of brought it to the more modern audiences that maybe had never seen the show because it wasn't a very popular show. But um, and you can see George sort of dancing around in his living room when, the, when his answering machine goes and he doesn't want to answer That's it. He hysterical. just wants to like marvel at his glorious message that he's left but uh that's anyway that's I, great. I love the song and um but never seen an episode of the show uh <laughs> but it's a great song <laughs> i agree i wish i could have been a writer yeah. for seinfeld i mean how funny would it have been to come up with that i mean that's that's really funny. oh it's such a good show we yeah. we yeah. may or may not talk about seinfeld on this countdown i don't want to spoil anything for anyone but i mean that show is just fantastic uh not to change the subject too much from mm-hmm. the song we're talking about but um, I mean, there are so many like just events, like even in optometry school, where it's like that that would make a Seinfeld episode. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so funny. Anyway. I could watch it start to finish right now. I know. I kind of want to stop what we're doing right now and, and do that right now. But uh, <laughs> I guess we'll I guess we'll finish the episode. So Ollie's got uh, our forty one, our last of the day. So tell us, Ollie. Yeah, which is the Partridge Family, and it was of course a show uh, that was ran from September of nineteen seventy to August of nineteen seventy four on ABC, and was based in the fictitious city of 
San Pueblo, California. And I could have looked at that name, San Pueblo, California, and believed it to be an actual city, <laughs> but uh, apparently it is It is actually not. Oh, so, it, yeah, it features Shirley Jones as a widowed mother of five children who, as a family, embark on a musical career. And according to my findings, of which I was really not aware, um, the show is loosely based on the real-life musical family by the name of The Cousels, oh, um, okay. a popular band, apparently, in the late 60s and early 70s. Uh, but yeah, didn't didn't know that. But the uh, for our the, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, the theme song "Come On Get Happy" is uh, performed by David Cassidy. Cool. I loved. I loved this show. Yes, yes. I I, I actually I, I never really watched it except for the intros, and then I probably just walked away from the TV whenever the rest of it was on. <laughs> so that doesn't yeah, right, that cool. doesn't count as a watched for me. Yeah, <laughs> I did watch it. Awesome. Thanks. All right, let's take a listen to the theme, and uh, this is the "Come On Get Happy" song from the Partridge Family. Hello world, hear the song. I'm with you. I, I've never seen the show, but I know the yeah, song, yeah. and I love the song. Um, Amy, you you said you've seen this show a lot, Wonderful. so tell us. Tell us. I watched this show. Did you? Remember, remember, guys. My family <laughs> had one television, right? And so my mom would let me watch this, and we would all kind of watch this together. And yeah, I, I loved the show. Okay, I, I loved it. Cool. So this is, I assume, I mean, you were born in the early 80s, so this is all reruns. Um, like, mm-hmm. was it, would it we run on, like, Saturday morning, or when when would these rerun? Honestly, I don't remember. I feel like it was a nighttime spot, but okay. I, I, I don't know. I don't remember that. I just, I thought in my head when I'm, you know, when I was, like, nine years old that I was going to be this great performer, and so I was just ready. I was just watching them, picking up on their stage presence, and I just knew at any moment I would be discovered, but... <laughs> Here I am sitting here doing a podcast. Well, I thought when we met that I also thought the same thing, that any moment you'd be swooped out of optometry school to become this <laughs> you know, star singer. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. But that was a good pick, Ollie. I really like that one a lot. Thanks. Thanks. The song is fantastic. It's a fantastic song. So the tally uh, brings me to six, Amy to six, and Ollie is stuck at five. So of the ten shows that we've counted down so far, that that's where we're at. The outro song for the episode is going to be Mr. Ed, the song about the talking horse. Did you guys ever see that show? Yes. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Okay, I don't think I... I mean, I may have seen a couple episodes here and there, but the, it's the theme song that really sticks with me. So I um, hope you guys enjoy that on the outro. Uh, any final thoughts uh, for today, gentlemen and lady? Uh, um, glad to be here. I think that the Partridge family is going to be my vote, my overall vote for these five. Yeah. 
Okay, I think I would probably give my vote to the monkeys. I think that one. Hey! Is, I think I like that theme okay. a little bit more. Okay, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll be politically split. I think I can go like one fifth vote to each. Is that right? <laughs> okay. No, 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 I'll no, no, no. You got to commit. <laughs> I'll commit later. All right. Oh lord. All right, Ollie's gonna ever play the diplomat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next episode. Uh, we'll give you five more awesome theme songs, and I uh, hope you guys all have a great day. Yep. See ya. Thank you. Hello. I'm Mr. Red. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Red. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Red. People yakety-yak a streak and waste your time a day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and this one will talk till his voice is hoarse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. <laughs>